Welcome back to Hug Your People. This is Kevin. Season 2, Episode 2, Change is Hard. And we're going to talk about change today and some changes that we're going through and Bax is going through and uh, that the world is going through. So uh, sit back, relax, and don't forget, this is Hug Your People. Change is hard. That's why most people don't like to do it. Um, we, we say we like to do it. We say that it's something we're interested in, but when it actually comes down to doing it, most people actually don't, aren't interested. They, they don't want to do it. They don't want to do the work that's required to make lasting change. And that's, um, that's something that's become very evident in our world. You know, as we get complacent, as we become comfortable in our old habits and things that go on, we, um, we generally don't want to change. And I think it's because it's hard. So we're, um, we're going through a change now with, with Bax, and uh, it's, it's a good one. It's, it's very, very positive. But uh, he, when he was diagnosed um, in March and April, April 1st of 2019, um, they installed a port on him. If you're not familiar with that, it's basically a way to easily access the blood um, without having traditional IVs in, in your arms. So in his left, um, near his collarbone, there's a little disc. It's probably the size of a, of a half dollar. Um, little disc, and he's so small and, and skinny that uh, you can see it through his skin, but it's a little disc, and it's got a little pad in the disc that allows um, a needle to go in and access his blood uh, very easily and very quickly. It's also where he receives his, uh, receives his chemotherapy, any medications, any IVs, anything like that was accessed through that. So the reason they do that is because you think about how many times he went um, under anesthesia, he had you know fluids, he had you know, chemo. Like it just it, it allows you to access one time, leave it accessed for um, up to a week, and then you can just connect hoses to it basically. So uh, so so it definitely had it served its purpose. And now we're at the process where Thursday we go in and they're going to take that out. They're going to remove the port, and uh, it's very exciting. He's thrilled. He's he's really <laughs> excited. Um, he associates it with you know medicine and things like that. So he's excited to get out because he that he thinks that means um, no more ouchies, no more medicine. And I'm hoping he's right. I think he is. Um, so so we, we do that. But when we talk about change, how, what in the world does that have to do with change? For Susan and I, you know, we're, we're adults and we process a little differently than five, a five-year-old might. And um, so for us, it's kind of really exciting. We're really thrilled, really happy and blessed and everything you might expect. But it's also a little unnerving. Um, it's kind of our safety net and we're taking that away and we're um, kind of going back to the way it was, you know, um, only different. <laughs> so it, it, you can, you can see where that, that may be hard, especially for a parent that we've had this thing in that's been a real easy access for us, real convenient, uh, real easy to understand. We knew that we could quickly and easily get medication um, to backs and uh and everything and so when you take that away it's you know 75 percent of of your being is you know celebrating and then 25 percent is are we sure we're ready are we sure that this is okay are we there yet and so so that change being very difficult um but but i feel like that baxley will um He's ready. He's he's going to be better off without it. He's excited. You know, it is the kind of thing where <clears throat> he can feel it, and he's very conscious of it. He doesn't like you know, if we're wrestling or something like that. 
you can't touch it. When he gets out of the bathtub, it's um, don't dry my port, daddy. You know, uh, so he doesn't want a towel rubbing it. He doesn't um, want anything touching it. So he's very protective of it. But it is that change that really throws us for a loop, so to speak. And so we have to uh, adjust our mindset. We have to adjust our thoughts and our feelings around it. And our doctors are telling us it's time and it probably is. And, uh, you know, so we're going to do it. And um, whatever happens from that, we'll react. You know, it's, it, it is that, that unknown, that, so that safety net, that security that we're fearing, not cancer. So we have to be very careful of, of how we approach it, approach it with backs and um, how we think about it and what we say about it. And um, we want to make sure this is uh, something that is celebrated and, and good. And so that's kind of, that's kind of where we are. But when we, I want to talk about change in general, not just our story and the changes that we've been through, but change in general. And so uh, we, we really have to look at what is change and how does it impact us and why are we so fearful of it? So steering away a little bit away from, uh, from pediatric cancer and, and medical reasons uh, and, and the Hug Your People organization altogether, we, we get into this idea of change and um, uh, what is it for, for most of us, you know, and what does it imply? So I think, why do people have a tough time with it, really? And so let's start there. Um, in 2015, I wrote a book um, called Burn Your Bridges, and I talked about change um, in depth. And one of the things that I still agree with, you know, a lot in that book I still agree with. Uh, some things I don't, unfortunately. It's really interesting when you write a book about something and then uh, five years later, you've uh, evolved from some of those ideas. But this is one that I haven't evolved from. Um, it, it really, the idea of change and why is change perceived as something we should do and also perceived as something that we don't want to do. So the reason that change is perceived as something that we should do is because it shows improvement. It shows effort. It's, it is the feeling of success. You know, if you want to feel successful, you're going to have to change. You can't stay the same and feel successful if you don't already feel successful. So change is that very much that part of our brains and our, our society that says, if I change, then I'm doing better than I was. And that's a good thing. On the flip side of that, and sort of, you know, if that's the the right jab, you know, then the uppercut is really, if we change, it, it means that what we're doing is wrong. And that's our subconscious mind, for the most part, uh, telling us that if we change or if we need to change, then what we're doing is incorrect or wrong or hurtful or insert any scenario here. So that really is, in my opinion, why we shy away from change is because we don't want to admit fault. We don't want to uh, feel like we're doing something wrong. We want to feel like we're getting better, but we don't want to feel like we're doing something wrong, if that makes any kind of sense in this world. I think it does. And so change is, is definitely that this, this thing where, you know, you see all the memes, you see all the quotes and you see all the things that say, you know, change, change doesn't happen in your comfort zone. You know, all the cliches that are out in the world about change and nothing really happens in your comfort zone. Success doesn't happen in your comfort zone. Being an entrepreneur doesn't happen in your comfort zone. Having a good marriage doesn't happen in your comfort zone. Um, it, it just doesn't. So um, change is not this thing that we throw out there like you should you should get some of that. You know, you should you should have some change in your life. You know, um, it's not that easy. If we change, we feel like we're doing something wrong or we're, what we're doing is incorrect. 
uh, on the flip side, we also feel like we're doing better than we were. So that's why we wrestle with change so much. When you talk about high achievement and high performance and, um, you know, highly successful people, change is not something that is actively sought. It's also not something that is neglected. It's just expected, right? By taking the actions that are required to, to be taken, change is inevitable. So it's not a goal. It's just a byproduct of a goal. Meaning if, uh, if I go into a company, a small size company, and their revenue is five million, and they want to go to seven and a half million, you know, they don't expect that goal to come without any change. But they don't outline the change as the goal. So when we in our lives, we outline the change as the goal, not the results, you know, uh, I need to uh, go on more date nights, I need to stop drinking, I need to quit this, I need to start working out, I need to do it's, it's really about the change, not the results. You know, if I say lose 10 pounds, uh, most of you haven't have an idea how to do that. Most of us aren't willing to do that. Eat healthy, eat right, move your body, sleep enough. That's it. Three things. There's no other way to lose 10 pounds. You eat right, you move your body, and you sleep enough. That's it. There's no other way. So why don't we do it? because we're looking at the process instead of the end result. And so the mentality of a, of a medium-sized company going from five to seven and a half million in revenue is get to seven and a half million and go through the obstacles and don't have any emotion around them and just get through them and get to our revenue goal. You know, the on the flip side for our personal life, the first thing we feel when we talk about change is I'm doing something wrong. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that creates negative feelings and, and a sort of a resistance already. And then we go through it and then we're like, wow, this is hard. This is hard. And then we start talking about, ah, is it really that important that I lose 10 pounds? I mean, I'm kind of in shape. I'm kind of healthy. I ate a salad yesterday. You know, it really comes down to us talking ourselves out of the change. Not because of the change itself, but because of the work involved and the process. So I think we have to understand change and why do we resist it so much? Why do we, um, uh, what, how do we feel about it from the get, from the onset of identifying we probably need to change? What is the next feeling that we have? And, you know, when you're talking about change in yourself, it's uh, a lot easier to quit. Because you can convince yourself that you're not that bad, that it's not that big a deal. It's not. It's really not. You know, and my wife and I, in our situation, you know, to bring this back full circle, you know, in our situation, and this, we talked about this um, a lot. I talked about it from stage is I'm making decisions for another human. And so I can't make a decision that I would make for myself where I might take more risk or uh, try alternative medicines or something like that. I can't make that decision for backs. I have to make the decision based on what works and science and the opinions of oncologists because it's his life, not mine. And so that was a big change that happened to me is instead as his dad, instead of making decisions that are best for our family or, or that I know to be true, I had to make decisions that were based, uh, that were best for him, you know? Um, and we, we actually, we got to the point of looking at natural treatments for cancer because there was a point when things weren't working so great 
And so we have done all the research in alternative plans. We were prepared to sell the house and move um, because of the laws in my state and um, go international if we had to. You know, we, we were prepared for all that, all that to, to go down because we're making choices for another human, not for ourselves. Um, if I were making a choice for myself, I might have started there and tried that first. But that's my right as an adult. It's not my right to enforce something that is not proven on a four-year-old. Uh, I kind of, and this is my opinion, I kind of have to go by what works or what has been proven to work over time. And so and then as you go through those changes, and now we're at another, the, the, the final change point of taking away our safety net. And what is it that we feel around it? It's not the end result. It's the process of some, if something bad happens. And that's just how we've been conditioned. I talked about that this morning on Facebook. Uh, we've been conditioned to consider the worst case scenario, and that's why taking a port out has a negative side at all. Because for 80 weeks, almost two years, we've been uh, considering the worst case scenario as part of the equation. Um, and our mindset has changed and everything has changed in the moment. Uh, our protocols have changed. Our path to um, being cancer free has changed. Uh, you know, not being cancer free has changed. You know, at first that was the, the benchmark that we wanted and um, and it still is, you know. And so so I think when we look at change, it really has a lot to do with how we process it and how we understand it. And it does the actual starting or stopping of something, you know. And if we put more focus on the outcome than the process, it tends to mean a little more. So if I need to lose 10 pounds, I, I think I, I do need to lose 10 pounds, by the way. So that's probably why this is coming up <laughs> for me. But if um, if I need to lose 10 pounds and it's just to lose 10 pounds, it doesn't really motivate me to do anything. But if I need to lose 10 pounds so that I'm not as tired when I play soccer with backs, that's a big, big motivation. And it doesn't indicate that what I'm doing wrong now is wrong. It just indicates that I want this outcome so that I can do other things with someone that I love very much. And so um, that, that for me is really how we process change and how we manipulate change enough to where we actually take the steps and do the things that we need to do to grow and to become a better version of ourselves and to be better people. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hug Your People podcast back in action. Season two, episode two. We talked about change today. I hope you got something out of it. Um, remember, if you are needing to change something in your life, don't look at it as doing something, as you're doing something wrong now. Look at it as you can grow and improve and step beyond and transcend where you are. And that's all. That's what it's all about. You know, uh, always check us out on Facebook at Hug Your People. Check us out on Instagram at Kevin underscore Hoover underscore HYP and on LinkedIn as well. And we've got the website. Baxley's wagons are in full force. We sent two wagons out this week. Very grateful for your donations to help us do that. And uh, we've got some big things coming up in 2021. I hope you'll be a part of it. As always, take a minute, breathe out and hug your people.